Hi guys, Anna and Elias here. Welcome back to That's the Spirit, the high school spiritual life podcast. We're excited for today's episode. We're going to talk about something really exciting. We are going today to be talking about our experiences as third country kids or third culture kids and how that has impacted our lives, how that's influenced really everything around us from our background to our parents to our household, really everything that comes along with that insane package. And we thought, what better way to introduce this episode than to make a joke? Um, this episode is two days late, but as is the case with many third country kids, um, you're late to a lot of things. So uh, that's just how it's going to be today. Today we have with us a very special guest, um, Miss Mindy Swisher. Hello. We love Miss Swisher. She's been with our, I think we were your first class, right? Uh, we were her first class. And so we seniors, we love Miss Swisher very much. I'm sure the rest of you guys do, but she's kind of like our teacher. So whatever. Um, we just had some questions. Yeah, so firstly, um, really just to start off, what has life been like, you know, growing up as a third country kid, growing up in all these different places, having to move around from place to place for the majority of your life and then now finally having to settle down in a place where you can call home? How has that been? How has that life really been like so far? Well, I, much like most of you, went to a school that combined so many different cultures and half of them weren't a part of my interactions and so it was very nice to have that but at the same time I had no idea who I was I felt like it took a lot longer for me to figure out my identity um, and if I'm being honest probably not even till halfway through college did I figure that out uh, there was so much going on that I just had a hard time figuring out who I was with what I wanted to be uh, what parts of the culture I liked and what parts of the culture I wanted to reject and ultimately also trying to figure out what God was trying to tell me through all these different cultures. Do you feel like that has anything to do with the fact that, you know, growing up, sometimes you don't necessarily have that stability of identifying with just one culture and then just having to deal with the negative and positive aspects that come with more than one culture? Yeah, for sure. Uh, when we would be in the country where we were at, I, I was always seen as the foreigner. Yet, you know, I looked exactly like everyone else. Uh, but because my family was American or because we spoke English or because I went to an international school, it was always I was the odd man, odd girl out. And, um, and then when we would go back to the U.S. to visit family, I had no idea what that culture was like. Uh, we would visit every four years and stay for a couple weeks. And so it was definitely not something I felt uh, comfortable in. And yet when I went there, I was seen as the foreigner because I had a hard time understanding or my English wasn't uh, what they thought it should be. Um, and so the, the negatives and positives came and it was very hard to distinguish what what I felt was negative and what I felt was positive, especially because other people were telling me different things as well. So your solution to that was to move to Brazil? <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, you know, I, I grew up in Latin America. I grew up in Mexico and Costa Rica and Ecuador. Went to the U.S. only for college. And really, I honestly had a plan to go back to a Spanish-speaking country. And God's sense of humor uh, brought me to a one of the only non-Spanish-speaking countries. <laughs> Yep, and so, and I'm very 
honored to call this place home now. But again, it's adding to, I don't know what culture I'm on now, if it's third, fourth, or 25th, so. Okay, so yeah, no, definitely. I totally agree with having to, you know, find my identity through all these different cultures. Obviously, I identify as a Korean,、uh, an ethnic Korean, growing up in the States and then moving to Brazil, being born in Brazil and then moving back here. So, honestly, having to find my sense of identity and having to, you know, go back and forth between all that confusion and anxiety really that comes along with that. Was really hard, but now I do feel like I'm at a place where I've really found myself. And so I was just wondering, you know, with our experiences combined, do you finally feel like there's one specific country or maybe two different countries that you can finally call home? Um, Yeah, I would say、uh, I really do think Brazil right now is, is home. I, I think a lot of that is in part because my kids are being raised here and this is where my family became family. You know, I came here and、uh, my son was born here, so he's the completion to our family and I don't plan on having any others. And so this is really where our, our family was formed, and we've been here 10 years now.、Uh, and it, I'd probably say it's getting close to the place I've lived the longest.、Uh, so it's definitely home here, but I do know that God、uh, will、uh, help me and, and help me adapt if home moves once again.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know for sure. I think, especially. Having parents who influence a lot of you moving around really does affect the kids. And I think that it, it is a really good experience for them, you know, to gain out of it. But I do think at certain points that kids do get influenced negatively because they're moving around so much, because they're having to adapt to so many different languages, different cultures. Do you have this kind of fear that your kids might start to, you know, kind of resent you for all this moving around, for having to put them through so much of these cultures? Oh, most definitely.、Um, I remember years before I had kids, I was 17 years old, and I told God there was no way I was going to be a missionary for that reason. Because and God again was like, sorry. <laughs> and God again, yep. God again has this sense of humor, but He also has this way of, I need to transform every part of you. And、um, I did not want to become a missionary because I didn't want to put my imaginary kids at that point. And my imaginary kids, through all those things, through having to move, having to possibly never go back, there's places I've never gone back to my childhood. And it's very difficult. And I really had a very angry relationship with God for many years、uh, because of that. But. You know, I can see now、uh, that God has really used those experiences going through. And the, the negativity that, that comes from it, yes, I'm very afraid that my kids might start to grow with that. But at the same time, I'm confident that God will overcome a myriad of those feelings as well. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I think, even, especially for me, at least growing up, I used to have a lot of. Anger and unnecessary resentment, both towards God and my parents. You know, at times there were times where I was angry just for being an Asian American, you know, living in the States. There were times where I felt so angry from being disconnected from the place that I was born that I really just was lost in my own identity. And so I don't know if Anna can even relate to this, you know, growing up her entire life in Brazil and now going off to college in the States. You know, what are some experiences that you might look towards? I mean, Uh, I don't know, but for starters, I would say that my experiences 
is very like it's just very different period because i'm only american brazilian i don't have a, that third culture and because i've lived here in brazil my whole life i've never had this experience of moving i've lived i've lived in the same house since i was five so like i don't i can't relate unfortunately but i do i do think that because of this this experience that i've had with you know being american and being brazilian going back to the states every couple years and spending a you know an extended period of time with family as well as you know just i think studying in an american school and going to an american church definitely i still get the the same effects i guess as a third culture kid would get that i don't necessarily identify fully uh with brazil or with the states i think that it's very much a healthy mix because i i mean with most things in life but in this case specifically i like to think that the best parts of both cultures are what i want to keep with me and that even though part of me obviously is still going to have the negative aspects of both cultures like who doesn't have that you know every culture has that and so i think that that's something that like makes me special you know and it makes you know my development and my uh, my growth as a person very complex and it has a lot of different layers i would say that the biggest thing for me is probably uh the language you know because you speak english and portuguese you're gonna end up mixing them like this might even be a paca thing specifically but like starting a, a sentence in english and ending it in portuguese that's I think it's more of like a cool thing, like a superpower a than a, yeah, exactly. Than a, than something bad, but I don't know. This is probably just one of the interesting things. I could talk for so long. We could talk for so long about like the positive things about being American Brazilian, but that's just one of the things I think was interesting. Yeah, I think along with that, just for, for those that yeah. don't have that third culture, don't feel like they have that third culture, I would say that paca is definitely your third culture because here that's, you that's have true. so much uh of other countries you know there's a, a large koreans there's a large uh, group of uh, japanese and and there's so many different cultures here that you end up going off and leaving the school with that third culture in there and you sometimes you don't even notice um i know that there are seniors that have come back and they've come back from college and they realize that that whole language thing they're like they don't understand me when i talk or i don't know how to speak this oh, phrase no. in english you know and i have found myself in the 10 years that i've been here i have found that there are certain phrases that they only work in portuguese and so i don't i don't know how to figure it out and i don't know how to do you know like i don't know how to say civita in english turn yourself yeah <laughs> so, turn what, how do you do that or like you just say just deal with it mm. but it, it doesn't have the same quality and no, so you yeah. get to the u.s and you talk these things you say it loses it's, its panache it like, really does yeah. and so i would venture to say those of you that are like i don't have this third culture you do you, you do. do it's oh. it's hidden in there it'll come out that's and comforting that really yeah. is comforting oh, yeah, no, for sure. Okay, so going off of that, um, I know all of us really here as third country kids, there are some specific questions that I know some of the more ignorant people in our lives so like to ask. 
Um, I know for, as for my experiences, I've gotten a lot of the, can you speak English? Why is your English so fluent? Are you really from Brazil? Why were you born there? Why are you here? So I just wanted to ask what kinds of questions that you've gotten that you might, you know, kind of tend to ignore or kind of, you know, feel some, yeah, brush off and feel some resentment towards. Um, having come from Spanish speaking countries when I went to the US and I had just lived in Mexico, so it was definitely the do you speak Mexican? And I thought, <laughs> <laughs> that's even worse. Yeah, and so it's bad. just, yeah, or even actually after moving here to Brazil, they asked me, do, you, do they speak Mexican there? And I'm just like, I, I, I don't even know how to answer that. Like, <laughs> really, what goes through your head? Uh, so those those are some questions that I just you know shake my head and I, I've learned to come up with a polite answer and not be irritated off the bat. But it, it does take some time. <laughs> those those first ones you you really do just want to slap them and your face will give the answer to them. So that's that's funny because I feel like that's something that you know you you're gonna I mean we're gonna get for the rest of our lives most likely and that's not something that's gonna change anytime soon but i think that the way that people choose to formulate their response and even the way that you said that you came up with a polite answer like and something nice to say you know i think that says a lot about um the the endurance that third culture kids end up having ingrained in them you know after uh, i don't know a bunch of years not really knowing how to answer that kind of question or having the same question asked repeatedly i think that that does kind of hard in one's shell and so i think that's probably one of the hidden positive aspects of being a third culture kid oh yeah no for sure um and i think that just to kind of wrap up it's really important to understand that even though you might feel a lot of that pent-up kind of anger towards yourself or even your family your friends for living in a country where you might not understand everything it's still really important to realize that we are truly blessed to be living in a country that's different. I know friends for, as personally that have never been outside the States. I know people that have never left their home, that have never left their street, you know. And so I do feel extremely blessed and very privileged to have gotten all these cultural experiences, having been immersed in so much and having to, you know, gain all that knowledge, I think is something that God has really blessed all of us with. And so, yeah. I just wanted to add to that just to think of uh, being a part of cultures and having cultures and being around them. I always think of it as this is practice for heaven. Like this is what heaven's going to be like. All the languages, all the cultures, everything. And I just, I, I, you know, just like Elias said, I am so blessed and thankful for that opportunity to practice heaven here on earth. That's a really good point. And, you know, as we close this episode, it's important for us to remember that with any op any of the opportunities that we're given and anything that God uh, chooses to do in our lives, to be grateful and to see those things as not uh, obstacles or stumbling blocks, but as opportunities for growth and something that maybe God wants to show you. So that being said, thank you so much for joining us thank today, Ms. Swisher. Thank you very much. We hope to see you guys, um, not see you guys, hope that you guys are listening. <laughs> We hope you guys, yeah, we're going to go on a break pretty soon for Christmas. And so we have our Christmas episode coming out next week. And after that, uh, probably in February, we'll be back with you guys. So that's all we have for today. This has been Anna. And Elias. With That's, that's the, the Spirit. Spirit. Awesome.